This hot sheet, I discuss a decline in annual foreign investment in U.S. homes, updated listing data from Realtor.com, and the latest unemployment rates. Today is Friday, August the 4th, 2023. I am Byron Lazine, and the hot sheet starts now. Welcome back to the hot sheet. If you're joining me back here, hit the thumbs up. If you're on the live stream, let me know which market you're tuning in live from. And if you are new to the hot sheet, make sure that you subscribe to the channel so you don't miss another one. Now we have a, I know I said this last Friday, but I believe we have somewhere in the range of a quadruple confirmation from Lance Lambert of Fortune that he'll be on the Knowledge Brokers podcast later today that'll go out at knowledge brokers podcast on a sep on the separate uh youtube channel at knowledge brokers podcast of course at 2 p.m today okay so it's i'm going back to back here hot sheet then talking to lance with lisa chinati and tom tool and i'm not going to make as big of a promise as last week but we do have quadruple confirmation this time so it should it should happen all right what's not happening as much is foreign investment in U.S. existing homes, okay? Annual foreign investment in the U.S. existing home sales market declined 9.6%. Uh, this is according to a new report from NAR, National Association of Realtors. Annual foreign investment in U.S. existing homes fell 9.6% to a total of $53.3 billion. Still a pretty big investment in our real estate market here in the U.S. International buyers purchased 84,600 existing homes. That'd be the fewest, though, since 2009 when NAR began tracking this data. From April 22 to March 23, foreign investors uh, were responsible for 9.6 smaller share of U.S. existing home sales uh, compared to the previous 12 months. So it's it's not that there's, I mean, there is obviously less homes to pick from, but the total share is what declined here. So I, you know, I don't I don't want to get that confused or muddied where it's like, well, there's existing homes. Of course they bought less. No, they bought a smaller piece of the pie in the last 12 months. Okay. So that, that total pie was 84,600 existing homes. Remember, we're gonna we're on a seasonally annual adjusted average somewhere around four. Four and a quarter million would would be best case scenario for sales, uh, from what we're tracking right now. Four point two maybe. Okay, uh, this is down the total eight eighty four thousand six hundred is down fourteen point two percent from the year before. It's the lowest number since uh, two thousand and nine. Again, when NAR began tracking that. So overall, existing home sales in the U.S. totaled five just over 5 million in 2022. That was a drop of 17.8% from 2021. We're going to see another drop here, of course, this year. Lawrence Yoon, chief economist uh, from NAR, and you can find this article, the full article on nowbam.com, sharply lower housing inventory in the U.S. and higher borrowing costs across the world have dented international buyers for two straight years. However, recovering international travel following the end of the pandemic will bring more foreign transactions in the coming months and years. I think it also, you know, the higher borrowing costs for sure. But when you look across, you know, the world, there are really high inflation, higher than America 
in in a lot of cases uh, as they battle with inflation in some areas and, and obviously just more uncertainty on their economy than even we're faced with here. Foreign investor profile, origins and destinations. Let's dig into this, uh, where, where most of these international buyers are coming from. Okay, international buyers, uh, by the way, who hold visas that allow them to live in the U.S. Uh, or reside in the U.S. as recent immigrants purchased $23.4 billion in U.S. existing homes. Uh, down that's down 31.4 percent from the previous 12 months and accounting for 44 percent of the total dollar volume of existing home purchases international buyers living abroad purchased 29.9 billion in u.s existing homes up 20 percent from the previous 12 months and representing 56 point 56 percent of the total volume of existing home purchases okay uh, international buyers are responsible for 2.3 percent of the two Point three trillion in existing home sales from April to March 2023. So, I, I mean, I've heard people say this before, where it's like, oh, you know, the foreigners are going to buy all the real estate. They, international buyers responsible for 2.3 percent of 2.3 trillion dollars in existing home sales from March 22 to, to March 2023. Okay, just to put in that then the perspective of what's happening there, the top five. Countries of origin uh, by the number of U.S. existing homes purchased. China came in at one, Mexico at two, Canada at three, India at four, and Colombia at five. Those are the top five countries of origin. And then the top destinations for international buyers. Top six states, Florida, 23%, attracting 23% of international buyers. So not only is Florida attracting more inbound migrants, Inbound meaning people who already live in America moving from one state to another. Florida is the top attractor in that category. They're also the top attractor for destinations for international buyers at 23%. One out of four international buyers choosing Florida over anywhere else in the country. California netted 12% and Texas another 12%. So when you take Florida, California, and Texas, that's basically two out of four of all international buyers going into those three states. North Carolina, Arizona, and Illinois make out the top six for top U.S. destinations. Let me know in the live chat, does that surprise you? Uh, if you're in one of those, if you're a real estate agent in one of those six states, do you work with a lot of international buyers? Do you see that uh, as a big part of you know, your market right now. Florida held the top spot for the 15th year in a row. So this isn't just a trend the last couple of years. It's a 15-year-in-a-row trend for foreign buyers, accounting for 23%. Uh, California and Texas tied for second place while remaining the three states on the list tied for third uh, that we mentioned. So tech, uh, Florida, Texas, and Arizona continue to attract foreign buyers despite the hot weather conditions during the summer and significant spike in home prices that began a few years ago, you know, Florida, Texas and Arizona are a different level of hot. I know, you know, Florida's been in the news the last month being hot. I'm about to fly back down to my Naples home tomorrow uh, to get the kids settled in, in for start of school and that kind of thing. But the level of hot in Texas and Arizona, it's different than, than, than South Florida. Anyways, South Florida um, is one of the few places where you don't have to be on an Island and get tropical weather. So it's not, you know, I think the weather 
you know, Lawrence Young here is saying that despite the hot conditions continues to attract, you know, foreign buyers. When I think of South Florida, you know, anything below Fort Myers in the West and Fort Lauderdale in the East, that's actually the only place in America besides Hawaii um, that you have tropical weather conditions. Okay. Not even North Florida can, can say that and tropical weather not being on an Island would be, uh, you know, in my mind, attractive to people who want really nice weather, but maybe don't want to live or have a second home on Island life. Want to be on, on uh, the mainland. How much more did foreign investors pay for these homes? It's interesting. Average purchase price was 639,900, 7% higher than the previous year. The median purchase price was 396,400, 8.3% than the previous year. So, investors, foreign investors, median purchase price was actually below right now the median purchase price for existing home sales in the U.S., which sits over 410,000. So foreign investors buying below the U.S. median for their median purchase, their average purchase price, though, uh, higher than the U.S. average purchase price at, at almost $640,000. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. So... What what they had here right now it's four hundred and ten. So they did buy above in that twelve month time period above the median price for existing home sales. So they're above on average and above on median. Correction there in real time. Uh, good thing that Sarah Lentz, who wrote the BAM article, has the data right there for me in front of me. So the for the twelve month period, existing home sales in the U.S. was three eighty four two hundred. It now sits at for over four hundred and ten thousand. Uh, during the 12-month period, the median purchase price was 396 for foreign. Um, if we rank you uh, foreign investors by U.S. residential sales dollar volume, you've got China at 13.6 billion, Canada at 6.6 billion, Mexico at 4.2 billion, India 3.4, and Colombia at 0.9 billion. Uh, home buyers from Chinese home purchases from Chinese buyers increased. Lawrence Young says. After China relaxed the world's strictest pandemic lockdown policy, while buyers from India were helped by the country's strong GDP growth, a stronger Mexico peso against the U.S. dollar likely contributed to the rise in sales from Mexican uh, buyers. I've also spoken to a lot of real estate agents in different parts of the country, whether it be, um, you know, Cal Southern California or Arizona or certainly Texas, which is, you know, high on this list, where uh you know, during the pandemic and, and and even more so after the pandemic, you have a lot of um, Mexican buyers buying a home in America, uh, whether it be as a second home or, uh, or or a move in as a primary home. All cash sales and investment property uses, 59% uh, of international buyers purchase detached single family homes. 42% uh, were all cash sales. Uh, compared to 26 of all existing home sales. Okay, now 42% of people do also have no, you know, mortgage on the property, so that matches that number. But two out of five buyer transactions for international being cash. Foreign buyers not residing in the U.S. 52% were more likely than resident foreign buyers. 32% to make an all-cash purchase. It's also because it's harder for them to get financing. Okay, it's harder for a foreign buyer to get financing, so that you know increases the odds that they're going to say, all right, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I want the property, I'm going to buy a cash. Of the top five foreign buyer nations, Colombia has the highest share of buyers making all cash uh, purchases at 67%, followed by Canada, 51 and China, 47%. Uh, again, 59% buying 
detached single family homes. Uh, half of investors, uh, NAR study purchased their U.S. property to use it as a vacation home, a rental property, or both. That's up from 44% uh, the year before. All right, so that's all down. Uh, that'll be in, in the BAMX links for you. If you're not a member of BAMX yet, you can use the code HOT to get 10% off. We put all the links to the show and all of our daily downloads. We've got a couple from Lance Lambert in honor of the quadruple confirmation for the Knowledge Brokers podcast later today um, that are going to be in the Disney download. There is some news here. Uh, I haven't followed it closely because I think it's more um, political. Uh, but I don't know if anybody mentioned in the comments. Anybody mentioned the Florida uh, foreign buyers? DeSantis signed a bill where he restricted certain foreign buyers from um, property buys, but it wasn't like, you know, if you read a headline, it's like no foreign buyers can buy in Florida. <laughs> and it, it, like, it's, it's, I don't think it's really that um, cer certain foreign nationals from, from China and six other countries from purchasing uh, what the state would deem as sensitive American land. I think what uh, mostly they're trying to do, and I'm bringing up a, Real Deal article that Florida basically created a no-buy zone. Florida's ban on some foreign buyers has NDC scrambling for a response. That was the Real Deal headline. Uh, Governor DeSantis' crackdown on foreign investment is having a ripple effect on Florida real estate. Senate Bill 264 bans nearly all purchases by Chinese nationals and China-based companies. This isn't you know just the you know typical foreign buyer here. This is Chinese nationals and China-based. Companies that also bars buyers from what the state deems countries of concern, Venezuela, Russia, from purchasing agricultural land in the state, as well as any real estate within 10 miles of military and critical infrastructure facilities. Okay. So Florida's number one, you know, one out of four foreign investors are buying in Florida. Okay. Uh, so they didn't ban foreign buyers. Uh, they did these you know, areas of concern. Now, by the way, um, a couple of these things make sense to me without digging too much more into this here. Um, one being agricultural land, like, you know, the, the whole thing, Russia, Ukraine, the whole, not the whole thing, the whole war, you know, it's a big deal. Um, you know, that, that impacted wheat for a lot of, countries in the world uh because of how big you know ukraine is uh wheat exporter okay we we kind of would like to control nutrition maybe i don't know i think that might be a good thing so agriculture makes sense protecting that protecting certainly you know property surrounding you know military there's probably every state probably has has rules on that so i know that was big in the headlines but uh to kind of debunk those headlines which nar did most of the foreign investors are buying one out of four in Florida. Uh, they continue to be the top state for the last 15 years. Uh, but Florida did put some restrictions on that. You can read more about that um, if you'd like. Okay, let's go over to some new information from Realtor.com just released yesterday. So I've got both of the uh, charts available for you in the daily download. Okay. New listings tracked by realtor.com fell 5.6% month over month in July. We'll, we'll compare these on Monday as we always do on the inventory show with the Altos uh, research updated information. 
but this is realtors and this is just yesterday. New listings are down 20.8% on a year over year basis. New listings in July, 2023, 347,000 are 27% below July, 2019 levels of wait for it. 513,204 uh, inventory tracked by realtor.com rose 5.4% month over month. And, uh, Active listings in July, 646,000 are 47.8% below July 2018 levels of over 1.24 million. Okay, so th these are very similar numbers to what we've been tracking with Altos. Uh, but these two slides, courtesy of Lance Lambert of Fortune, who will be on Knowledge Brokers Podcast later today, go over and subscribe to that channel. He's given us a quadruple confirmation, and I'm giving you at least a 92.5% chance that it'll happen today we don't have any cancellations right now so new listings coming onto the market according to realtor.com july well below any level of new listings in you know going back to 2017 it's also been noted by altos that this is the lowest level of new listings coming onto the market ever like in the history of tracking this uh, data okay and then housing inventory for sale according to realtor.com uh, year over year negative. Now Altos and Realtor.com both reporting the same thing there uh, above the levels of 2021. Very flat line in comparison to last year and obviously well below 18, 17, and 19, a more normal year. And in honor of Lance Lambert, I'm also dropping this one down in the daily download today. If you're a BAMX member, use the code HOT if you're not to get 10% off. Home price growth by months into decade, every decade Last four decades, homeowners have gained 30% or more in that decade by being a homeowner, and most of them 40% or more. So just one of my my all-time favorite Lance Lambert chart, dropping it down in the daily download today for BAMX members. That's 10% hot. Uh, if you're not a BAMX member, make sure you do that today. Uh, it's not just the daily downloads, of course. It's all the best courses in real estate from people who are actually showing you how to do it, who have actually done it themselves. So not pontificators, but uh, people in the business, experts at their trades. Tom Tool with the objection course. I've done a lead pillar course. And we go screen share and show you exactly how to do it. We have live streams every single month in the group. And of course, private Facebook group, 10% off uh, by using the code HOT today for BAMX. All right, the US added 187,000 jobs. Unemployment rate, drops to 3.5%. Would I call this a hot jobs report? I would call it a strong one. Now the 187,000 change in payrolls month over month came in below estimate of 200,000. So th that is actually good the way uh, Jerome Powell and the FOMC are going to look at this. 187 compared to 200,000, that's good. Unemployment rate you know, I think we all would agree this is good. We all want to see unemployment being, you know, low. It's down to 3.5%, one of the lowest reading in decades, but it is below the estimate. So I don't know how Powell's going to look at that. This one, they're not going to like. Average hourly earnings month over month is up 0.4%. The estimate was 0.3%. So steady, strong. Uh, job market continues to be strong. That, that was just an update this morning, but um, there's still more job reports coming we had one earlier this week There's still more before the september meeting and we'll see it'll depend you know this incoming data how powell um will actually react in september the market did ticket down the percentages of an interest rate hike 
uh, before the end of the year. They, they put those percentages down, but still uh, certainly nowhere near zero, kind of like our 10-year treasury number here. So so somewhere nowhere near where we want to be at 3.2. We're at quite the opposite. We're closer to 4.2. We went over this in detail yesterday, the highest mark we've seen all year on the 10-year. And we did hit our highest mark of the year on the, uh, I'm sorry, we, we almost hit our highest mark on the 30-year fixed yesterday at 7.2, our highest mark being 7.22. The high mark of last year was 737. Uh, also, the 30-year fixed weekly survey came in at 6.9. So uh, the trend right now is up on the 30-year fixed survey, and today's 10-year looks like we're going to remain somewhere around seven and a quarter on the 30-year fixed. All right. Uh, hopefully, I'll see you over at 2 o'clock at Knowledge Brokers Podcast. Subscribe. Love Lance Lambert. We have a quadruple confirmation from the man, and uh, we should have that later today. Also, if you want to get into BAMX, use the code 10% to get 10% off. Use the code HOT. And if you'd like to come to Tom Ferry Summit, the code for that is PRBAMSS. You get $100 off your Tom Ferry Summit ticket. BAMX members get into BAM Bash on night one, of course. Hope everybody has a great weekend and uh, an absolutely pleasant Friday. We'll see you back here Monday. As always, I'll be going from my studio in Naples back in Florida Live, 9.30 on the East, 6.30 on the West. And until then, toodaloo.